Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I'm Anthony Moore. I serve as the um, senior pastor of Carolina Church, and um, you happen to be on the Carolina Church prayer call line. And I'm grateful for your presence on today. Um, thank you so very much for your continual discipline and obedience to um, be intentional about calling on the name of the Lord, interceding on behalf of others, and certainly believing God to work miracles in the lives of those persons who we've been called to pray for. As is my custom, I, in fact, um, seek to give some biblical instructions on the front end and then we began to intercede on behalf of those persons who, in fact, are asking us to pray for them. I want to continue you all challenging those of you all who are on this call, believing that the seeds and nuggets that I'm dropping into the ground, into the soil of your own hearts, um, is finding ground that is receptive and certainly growing and producing in the area. I've been talking about this whole idea about us discipling our children, discipling our children. And um, I've been doing this because it has been impressed upon me um, as Shepherd of Carolina Church to recognize and realize that we are in a battle for the souls of our young. I want to say it again. We are in a battle for the souls of our young people. And um, all we have to do is look around us and see. And look even in our own families and in our own communities and in our own cities and in our own world. And we can see that Satan is attempting to do battle for the lives, the hearts of our children. I need you to know that this battle that we are in is simply, you all, not flesh and blood. The Bible tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, you and I cannot do battle like we are accustomed to doing battle with flesh and blood. This battle requires us to entertain the spiritual tools that are available for us that we might be able to minister and recover our children. And discipling them is one of the methods that I've said to you all, whether I'm talking to parents or grandparents or great-grandparents or aunts or, or, or uncles, um, um, and even those persons in our community who call us 
Mr. and Auntie or Uncle who are not really related to us, they need our assistance. And we have to be mindful that God's calling us to disciple them. Now, while this is an everyday, as you go, moment-by-moment kind of discipleship, there are some things I've found helpful along the way. And some of those things being things you sit down regularly to, to do together. But allow me to share some tools for how to share Jesus with, with our young, with our young, with our young. Let me just give you number one. First and foremost, we must be seeking to grow in our own relationships with Christ daily. That's first and foremost, you all. In order for us to disciple our children, whether they are children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, nieces, nephews, cousins, play, family, whatever they are, if we're going to disciple them, first and foremost, we must be seeking to grow in our own relationship with Christ daily. Y'all remember, as we seek, seeking, as we seek Jesus, it's, it's out of the overflow of our hearts that we lead them. It's out of the overflow of our own hearts that we can lead our children. We've got to first be seeking after the Lord daily, um, being filled with his word, and in prayer if we want to share Christ with our children. Number two, I need you to know it's a process. It is a process. We will never get there or finish the process of discipling our children. But we have to get started. <laughs> Let me say that again. We will never get there or finish the process of discipling our children, but we have to get started. And then once we get started, it is a continual process. You cannot start and then stop. Please hear me today. We cannot start and then stop. We have to have a process that is continual, and then we have to be patient and focus on the relationship that you have with your child or your grandchild or your great-grandchild or your nieces or your nephews. You've got to focus your attention on that relationship and then help to cultivate a relationship with them and Christ. So first and foremost, we must be seeking to grow in our own relationship with Christ. Number two, it's a process. Remember, it's a process. Number three, your children are never too young to start. Please remember that. See, even as babies, you can begin the habit of doing family time each night before they go to sleep. Um, you know, some of you all read to your babies. You've got to begin this practice. So, so, so why not read some Bible story? Make it a part of your family um, um, rhymes that we share with our children. So we've got to start. It's got to start, and you're never too young to start. Number four, you got to keep it simple. Keep it simple. You know, I'm, I'm, I like information, and I can get bogged down in a whole lot of information, but let me be real clear. Oftentimes, we tend to overdo the amount of things that we, in fact, are trying to pour into our children. I want to say to you all that whatever you do, just keep it simple and make Christ the center of whatever you're doing. Keep it simple. 
Here's another one for you, another tool. Y'all point them to God in everyday moments. Point them to God in everyday moments, whether it's pointing out the beautiful things in nature or talking about how God created all those things, you know, uh, uh, as you point to them, um, talking about how powerful and mighty and how he is the ruler of the world. He's the creator of both the world and us. God, there are so many truths that we can point out to them as we go through life if we only stop and take the time to notice for ourselves. We've got to do that, you all. We have to point them to God in everyday moments. Then I want to suggest to you the next tool is you ought to let them see you in your relationship with God. So you ought to lead by example. Lead by example. Let them see you read your Bible. Let them see you pray before anyone else gets up. Let them see you spend quiet time alone with God without interruptions. I want to suggest to you that those are the kind of things that will help them to begin to understand the importance of cultivating a relationship with God. You ought, they ought to see you giving priority to God, see you giving daily time with God. Um, there are other times that they, you, you have an opportunity that you may allow them to be a part of your weekly Bible study or a part of your devotions. Let them hear conversations that you're having, not talking about people, but talking about God and the difference God has made in your life. Children are so intuitive that they are learning, even when we think they're not learning. Let them hear this. And let me give you another tool I think is important, that we spend family time together. That we spend family time, family Bible time together. Or family worship. I recently saw um, saw uh, an Instagram video that was so mind-blowing. They were, they were, they they turned twinkle, twinkle little stars into um, a gospel song. And they had all the children, um, this father had his children, and they were singing it to the youngest one, changed the words, and made it so that it was worship for them. Y'all, we've got to spend family time together in worship, family time together with our Bible, family time together in our devotions. Let me give you another one. How about we walk alongside each child individually? Walk alongside each child individually to help them learn what it looks like to follow Jesus for themselves. See, discipleship, you all, is a with them thing. It's a with them. It's a with them. You don't just tell them what to do, but you do it with them. You sit down and you show them how to spend time with God on their own. Pray together with them. Spend time individually with them to discuss their relationship with God and to invest in them personally and specifically. You have to spend time with them. And it's going to look different, you all. That, this will look different with every child, especially with, look different with every child based upon their age. So you've got to be creative. Right. Let me give you another tool I think is critical. You ought to pray for your children. 
Oh, it's the role of God to save your children. It's God's role to save your children. It's not up to you to save your children. It's not up to you to save your children. That is the role of God. Now, we can be faithful part parents to pass on a love for Christ to our children, but it's not up to us if they decide to follow Christ. We have a responsibility to plant the seed, to be a template, to show them the way. As we faithfully share, we've got to pray for the Holy Spirit to work in their hearts and to transform them by the power of the gospel. Prayer and dependence on God are keys to discipling our children and are the only way true hearts change or true heart change will come about in them. So that's the only way it's going to come. That we are praying over them and depending on God as we do the things that God's called us to do. Wow. Now, I guess y'all can tell that I'm 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 really fired up about this whole piece. There's no real um, how to disciple children formula um, that we can put our hands on, and I just pray that um, that what I've given to you will be an encouragement for us to get started, to get started pouring into the lives of our young, because we have got to win the battle for the souls of our young people. We've got to win the battle for them. I need to ask you all to help me today to pray. Our prayer list is quite long. I need you to pray for Jackie Thomas and Sharon Durham and Brother Gary Davis, Kathleen and Michael Davis, Sister Mary Davis, Deacon Evelyn Mack, Sister Martina Baxter, Associate Pastor Talia White, Velda Jones, Aileen Musgrove, Elois Dix, Courtney Dozier, Ruby, Sister Deacon um, Ruby Dixon, praying for her, praying for Brother Harold and Sister Virginia Blackwell. We're praying for Pat to walk while in rehabilitation. We're believing God for that. We're praying today for um, Associate Pastor Michael Mooney, whose um, relative is transitioned, who's also the grandfather of Caleb and Donovan Mooney. We're praying for them today. Praying for Colette Jenkins and Tammy Davis. Um, praying for Tammy. For Deacon Laverne Conaway in the transition of her aunt, Vivian Adams. We're praying for Sister Martha McCray's recovery at home. Praying for healing for Brother Glenn and Sister Barbara Cook. Praying for Keith Balcom in loss of um, transition of his family, loved ones, Michael and Simone. We're praying today for Chris and Krishan Henderson and their upcoming newborn, the birth of their newborn. For Isaac Livingston, we're praying. For Eddie Roberts, we're praying for Terrence, for Terrence Fowler and for Roberta Tucker, we're praying today 
Sister Faye, at the Spirit of Christ, whose cancer has returned. Praying for Dr. Kevin Hart. We're praying today for Associate Pastor Bessie um, Hayes and Barry Hayes. We're praying for them. Minister Chantal Russell, who travels today, we're praying for traveling mercy. We're praying today for James Murphy. Um, praying for Christy and Garen Thielen and the UBS team. And praying today for Pastor Stephen Tucker, lifting him in prayer that God would do a miracle and restore. Reverend Harold Brinkley, we lift in prayer on today, praying for the Timothy group, for Art Alley and his family, who are currently traveling in Japan. We're praying for traveling mercies for them on today, for Andre Harris and his mom. We're lifting them in prayer on today. Praying for you, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you today, God, for the opportunity of seeing a new day. You awaken us to see this day. It's a day we've never seen before and we shall never see again. So we thank you for your mercies that you've already tailored made to fit us for the day. So give us this day our daily bread. And Lord, we're also grateful for the privilege you've given unto us to intercede on behalf of persons who have said, would you pray for me? You have shown us in your word the value in us confessing our sins one to another and allowing healing to come forth. And so, God, you have demonstrated to us that there is power not only in prayer, but power in us praying for one another. And so, Lord, a few of your believing children have gathered early this morning, taking our clues and our hints from you from what you've shown us, God, that we could get up early in the morning and call upon you and call upon God. We know that you are sitting at the right hand of the throne making intercession on our behalf. And so we bombard you today. God, listen. Here are the names of those persons we lift before you. We know you have all power. We know that you can do anything. We know that you can turn our situations upside down. We know you can turn it around for us. So, Father, we place these things in your hands, the souls of our young. We place in your hands. We place them in your hands. We ask you, God, to do what only you can do. Father, we need you. God, we need you. We need you. We need you. God, we need you. So now, Father, make a way. Heal. Deliver, God. Save. Restore, Father God. I'm praying for students who are failing, that, Lord, you will turn it around for us. I'm praying for young people today, God, who are carrying guns. Touch their hearts now and drop the guns. I'm praying for people who've already set in their minds to carjack and to rob and to assault and to murder. I come against it in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus. We fight for the souls of our young, God. We fight for them. 
Father, hear our prayer. Now, Lord, we, we promise whatever you do, we're going to give you praise, glory, and honor because we know none of this has caught you by surprise. So, Father, we cry unto you because in your word we know that if we ask, we shall receive. If we seek, we shall find. If we knock, the door shall be open. So, Lord, do it now. In Jesus' name we pray, and all the people of God said amen. Hey, listen, you all, thank you all so very much for your time today. I appreciate you. Please be mindful of all of those things that we are praying for. And um, if I don't get a chance to see or talk to you all before the holidays, please have a safe and happy holiday. Know that I love you. I've given you some principles. I didn't do this for exercise of futility. I need you to put these things into practice. So on your mark, get set. Come on, y'all, let's grow together. Love you all. Have a great day on purpose. God bless you.